Welcome to the Reticle Up Podcast, where I, Three Gun Kenzie, will be interviewing competitive shooters, hunters, fishermen, archers, entrepreneurs, and outdoorsmen. Come learn with me as I interview people from all walks of life, in different disciplines, all across the world, from novices to professionals of all ages. No matter what, everyone has something they can teach you. So come join me on the journey. Welcome back, Radical Up Podcast listeners. This is going to be a very fun episode. Let me give you a little preface here. So I have my friend Brooke on, and Brooke and I met so weird, but not weird anymore, through the internet. social media. Um, so she has a background in shooting USPSA. She's actually an iron sights lover, which God bless her. Good for her. Um, and then we're going to talk about it tonight on this episode, whenever you're listening today, whatever, about how she decided to text me that she wanted to shoot three gun. And so what happens when you send three gun Kenzie a text that way saying that you get entered into three gun. So Brooke, thank you for being brave in three gun and for coming on this podcast to talk about it. Thank you so much for having me. Brave is definitely the word. A hundred percent. I would say you have big cojones more than most men I know for doing what you did. <laughs> it, it was definitely not easy. No, no. So uh, let's bring it back to where I don't even really know how you got started. So before we even like connect on Instagram, which I want to talk about kind of how that brought us together too. But I want to know like what got you really into firearms and then what made you go shoot your very first match? And was it USPSA? I don't even know if it was USPSA or something else. Yeah. So I grew up in Wyoming. So I, you know, was around mostly like rifles and hunting and, you know, I, I went out with, you know, my grandpa and my dad, and that was kind of like my introduction to shooting. Um, I got, I actually only ever um, went out and hunted and actually shot my own deer once. I do have the mount here in, in North Carolina with me. I'm very proud of it. Um, but that was kind of like my introduction. Um, throughout high school, um, and honestly, even elementary, I went out, we went out and, um, shot prairie dogs because that's, that we have a big problem with them where I live. And so, um, I even one day asked my father, Hey, dad, can I skip school? And he asked me why. And I said, well, my friends, um, Renell and Leslie and I are going to go out and shoot prairie dogs at Renell's house. And he's like, yeah, sure. No problem. Um, so that was kind of like where it all started. Um, then as I went into college and, and kind of left home, I really didn't shoot for a long time, probably like 10 years, just not for any particular reason. Yeah, I just, you know, not opportunities and wasn't necessarily like prevalent in my life at the time. And then I met my husband. And he is a retired army, you know, did a lot of shooting, has loved it his entire life, big hunter, all of those things. And um, I wanted to start doing things with him that he liked doing, not just what I liked doing. (laughs) Um, And so he was like, all right, like, I want to go out to the range. And so he kind of almost like reintroduced me to like firearms and shooting and, and all of those things. And so we went out uh, because I was more familiar with rifles, started with like a little 17 um, and kind of worked our way up. And one of the things that he did, and I don't know if you know this, purple is my favorite color. <laughs> I don't know if you know this. <laughs> I 
like it looks like you wonder. everything. I get it though. Blue is my thing. I get it. <laughs> and so he he kind of like lured me in with uh, getting me a really beautiful custom purple stock for for uh, my seventeen and. From there, it just like progressed. We, I started shooting, you know, more of his like 1911s and just, and just getting out there. Um, we have friends who shot competitively and didn't really know it. Um, but Jason was like, yeah, you know, I want to start shooting competitions. And, you know, they were like, you know, you should start with Steel Challenge. You know, you basically, you know, not that you can't DQ yourself, but the rule set is a lot easier. <laughs> There's, there's less things to to really mess up and, and get yourself into trouble. And so I actually started shooting competitions with Steel Challenge. Okay. Um, and that has now progressed to USPSA and now three gun. <laughs> uh, I got to walk it back to you for people listening. Uh, my favorite text too was that. My husband is so upset that I'm the one getting the three gun before he does. And I'm like, hell yeah, oh, yeah. I did my job. Like that was the goal. And I love it. Yeah, I still want him to shoot it too, right? But it's it's a win in my book when it's like the female went first. She did it first. Mm -hmm. Like, hell yeah. Oh yeah, I, I do like to rub that in too. Like <laughs> And you did you really, know. really, really well. Really well. I I I have my own issues with it, but I feel very good about what I do <laughs> just because I'm a perfectionist. I like to do things you right. Can. And there yeah. were definitely some things that were not right. If you look at practice score from that, so we shot the Zoo City Fall Brawl. Go ahead and look it up on practice score if you know what that is. Uh, you will see that there's, I don't, and no one did a penalty-free match. Now, I know Matt Kalish, it, I think Battle for the South had a penalty-free match. So he actually shot zero penalties. So that's pretty impressive. Um, but you, you can watch like, that that funny video like John Wellell postage, he was done shooting the stage and then he realized he's like, Oh, I didn't shoot that target. Boom, and still had a penalty because he had one shot that he fired, right? But had like, I think not an A. But it's funny because the best shooters in the country are going to have penalties, right? Like you're pushing mm -hmm. speed, there's aerial clay targets, like once those are gone, those are gone, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, aerial clays. Okay, so I don't want to go down that yet. Okay, so I want to walk back to to USPSA and stuff because it was a good entry. I think like we'll still challenge for sure, right? Like that's a good place to learn your gun safety rules, your gun handling rules, and especially like working on drawing. I think from like a holster. Did you start out in a twenty two division or center fire? So I started out in twenty two um, and just kind of started there, and then started shooting center fire. Actually, more when I started shooting USPSA. Gotcha. Um, I did PCC in um, Steel Challenge as well, but I don't shoot that in USPSA. You should. It's, it's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> so fun. Um, okay, cool. So that, that's what I wanted to get the background. And I think that's a great progression into the shooting sports. Maybe not USPSA to three gun so fast, but like I'm proud of you because you have to make the leap at some point, right? But yeah. how much did shooting or like did, did how much did those sports like teach you how to move under pressure you know handle your guns clear malfunctions and then honestly did you have a lot of testing of guns and gear like I did and ammo so um as far as like the the shooting and moving and clearing malfunctions I think steel challenge was probably where I learned to clear malfunctions the best <laughs> 22 um, I did it and and 
you know, I think it's, you know, having, you know, shooting a, a 22 in cold weather with cold ammo, you know, trying, you know, those really made me honestly think about clearing malfunctions more. Um, and USPSA definitely was where I figured out how to shoot and move and, and make a stage plan and and go anywhere from there. Because if I wouldn't have had that, I don't want to know <laughs> what three gun would have looked like. Um, but that's, you know, that and then, you know, doing practice, going and, and practicing with, with my husband and with friends that we have was where I, I learned some of those like, hey, don't, don't do this or you're going to flag yourself. Hey, don't do this or you're going to DQ. And I think that that made a big difference, you know, not just shooting them specifically, but, you know, I hate to say, you know, say it, but going out and practicing. Yep. <laughs> I feel like those are dirty words. We all should do it, but we don't do it enough. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, did you spend a lot of time too dry firing at home or like was, was your opportunity really to shoot at matches? So I am really bad at dry firing. Okay. Um, it's okay. You know, I, I feel like I should like hang my head in shame. Um, <laughs> but you know, most of really, most of it came from shooting matches. We shoot a match like every weekend. Um, we're out, you know, sometimes two in a weekend doing that. And that's really where most of it came from. Yeah, yeah. And you guys both, I mean, y'all reload your pistol ammunition too. So I'm sure mm -hmm. there was a, a learning curve because that's something I do not. This is a wall ornament behind me for people watching. Oh, Wall ornament. <laughs> so I I do not reload. <laughs> I, I do not reload. Um, my husband does all of it. And I'm very lucky uh, because I couldn't. I... Yeah. he yeah. has all the patience in the world and I do not. Yeah, yeah. So I'm lucky that he makes my ammo and makes it to what I like and very happy with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So with USBSA and going to three gun, there was a big change for you, which was learning the red dot optic because I, okay, let me explain a little bit. Cause it's kind of like a two for podcast to just explain like my thought process and getting Brooke into this, right. Is I started three gun with iron sights on a rifle, which was so dumb. Think about shooting at that time. It was just 400 yards, but 400 yards with iron sights. Yeah, I didn't hit the broad side of a barn, but, um, I shot a Glock, which had no work done to it whatsoever. Iron sights on it. And then I had tube shotgun, don't do it my way. I had no extension. I had no port work done. I just really wanted to shoot. And I had three guns. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to make it work. You, I was like, you know what? If Brooke's going to have fun and you didn't time out, except for I think on two stages, if Brooke's going to go have fun and not time out and really enjoy three gun, I want to make it as easy as possible. And so we put you in open division. You, I think, you know, I, I don't know the rules enough, which is really bad because I should, but I don't even think that you have to shoot with an optic and three gun to be an open division. Unlike where if you shoot like limited optics in USPSA, like you're required to have a red dot, right? Mm -hmm. so technically, I think you could have shot your irons, but I, I know you dry fired a little bit with that. What was the learning curve that you surprised you the most on having to learn the dot? What was that like? So I have hated red dots for our dots, green dots, whatever it is, for a very long time. I would try and it just made me angry. And so I was happy with my iron sights. I was so happy. Oh, just the thought of like going back to like trying to learn it, it, it just makes me sick. 
Um, but really, I think the hardest part was figuring out what, where my focus could be, what I had to look at. And if, if I wouldn't have had, you know, the time to dry fire and kind of figure those things out, figure out like, uh, honestly, like, where do I, where do I find the red dot in there? I, it was just all over. And I think that was for sure the hardest piece of it was just trying to honestly find the red dot in the glass. Yeah. What people don't know, um, and they give red dot shooters like a really hard time is that learning the red dot is actually just as hard as learning iron sight shooting because the way a dot sits, whether you have, you could have an optic plate, it could be a like direct mount onto the gun. You could have a higher rise gun where the plate sits, you know, above the slide, that presentation, especially for everyone sees a little bit differently is going to be a challenge at first. So like that, that piece, I, I don't know if you want to speak more to that too. Like, how did you, figure out what worked for you, especially using my guns. I know that wasn't the best thing because you had to end up using one of my guns, <laughs> but we won't go into that yet. Um, talk about that process for, for people transitioning because you are that person that transitioned from like iron to dot. Like what do they need to be doing? I think that you have to remember that you're still finding your sights. It's not necessarily that you have to fish around some some of it was literally just for me like getting out like where do I see it how you know the more that I could index and just do it the easier it was for me to find that dot without fishing around now do did I still do some fishing absolutely um but have I learned to love the dot yes yes I have I like I can't even imagine now shooting three guns very specifically without a red dot. I think that I would go crazy. Yes. Um, you know, some of those pistol shots that we had to take and, you know, like I felt like I pushed myself more there. So, and without the red dot was not going to happen. No, <laughs> no. Uh, Zoo city is a little bit evil. Um, I love it though. Cause they make everything really, really hard. And my favorite complaint from shooters this match, which I'm so happy about, was how hard the pistol was, right? And right now, what you don't know, too, is that the major Zeus Indy matches have been really heavy on rifle shots. And they still are. They still have really deep, like, 650-yard target, you know, two, two, three rifles out there. And it used to be more rifle. And now, where they're forcing pistol instead of shotgun and stuff, you just see some of these three-gunners that are really good in those other areas struggle and for once I'm like ah, I'm winning the pistol section or like I, I'm happy that there's pistol right and like even Thomas McCaskill who's disgustingly good with a Glock right how mm -hmm. dumb is that you know he's out there and his exact words on stage four to me were don't give me the option to shoot this with pistol because I'm going to shoot with pistol and I'm like I'm with you brother so him and I you, we all did pistol at the long range you know and we're just like no we're not going to take a third gun or like you have to shoot that from a distance. Okay. Like anyways, I don't know if you want to speak to the challengingness of three gun where it isn't just two on Brown. It's not as easy as it looks because I think that's a big common misconception as well. Oh, definitely. So I knew that three gun was going to be harder for me than shooting like USPSA. Um, you know, I, I shot production or I shoot production in USPSA. So I, I give myself a little bit of an extra challenge there. Um, so I was up for it, but I didn't really know what was going to happen when I got there. Um, I was comfortable with, you know, with the pistol, like that's where I'm happy. That's my happy place. Um, <laughs> And then when I started getting into like the rifle and the shotgun, I definitely like had to like pull back because I was like, I don't, 
really know what I'm doing. I mean, I can obviously, you know, shoot a gun and I'm safe, but like, how do I plan out using three different guns on one stage? You know, can, can I just use, you know, in, in my head is the, you know, when we went to the first local match, it was, can I use just my pistol on this? Like, do I have to use a shot? I mean, learning rules that I was like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. And that's, you know, but like, I think, you know, kind of jump off a little bit, having you there to help me and having you as like my, like, Kenzie, like, I can't shoot that with a rifle, right? Like, I, 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 I have to shoot it with a pistol. <laughs> Like, you know, I wasn't afraid to ask the, you know, the dumb question that I just didn't know the answer to. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, as we talk about, like, how difficult it is and, like, just difficult difficulty level, if you don't have somebody to ask those questions to, yeah. I can't even imagine beginning to try to step into three gun. Yeah, it sucks. It's, um, it's it, it, that was, yeah, definitely, like, such a big thing for me. Um, and then even seeing like, like stage planning, right? Like stage planning, three guns or even two guns, you know, where do you change? You know, do I, you know, again, the weird thing, like I can hot reholster freaked my world out real bad, <laughs> real, real bad. Um, and in all of those things, it just, it was wild to me. I mean, it still is. Um, but you know, I just saw that, um, what is it battle for the south or the one this spring is up and i'm like hey maybe we need to go shoot that i think so and registration guys all this episode won't be out in time but december 1st so registration for us opens in two days i'm registering i think you should i mean i think i'm going to <laughs> there we go i think you should maybe we find a third helpless soul to join in. <laughs> yes just just bring them all in Yes. Okay. Uh, I want to give, I know this whole episode's going to be around three gun for sure. Uh, but let's back up. Cause you brought it up. I forgot to touch on this. So Brooke sends me a text and I, and I was like, you know what? Just sign up for a fall brawl. We'll figure out in between. We'll find something to shoot. Right. And thank God I had a period of time that I was free and, and you're not far from it. So we shot a zoo city local match, which there is no, you already know like Sioux City because that's your area in terms of like the caliber of local matches they put on. But for people listening, like you know, they put on a mini major, they even had a shotgun jungle run right at this local match, which is what we need, which is why those shooters up there are so damn good. So you guys, it's not fair. Um, we missed the local and we both learned some lessons because I, I, you know, I'm newer to the Genesis Arms 12 gauge shotgun. Um, obviously, I didn't have all the clips and all the things set up because I didn't have my gun yet. But it was interesting because we both were learning. How much did that first match kind of help you prepare mindset, physically, mentally, all of that? Yeah, I think that if we wouldn't have done that first local match, I would have been so far out of anything that I probably would have sat there in the corner and just been like, okay, I'm okay. I'm okay. Just rocking. Um, no, and, and, and you're right. Like that local match honestly made me feel really good <laughs> about the major match, mostly because I was like, okay, I know, you know, the type of matches the city puts on, but also when we got out there, I was like, oh, okay. I see you know, how this is kind of like it was when we were at the local match. Mm -hmm. Now, the uh, the jungle run, 
both of them. All your least favorite stages. Oh my gosh. I want to love it and I want to be like, yes. Right. Um, but it's it's so hard. But it's also, I mean, it's a great learning experience. It's super humbling. We talk about physicality. Like I had no idea how heavy, you know, whether it's an open shotgun or, you know, tack ops or anything like that, like it's heavy. And I was not prepared for that. Um, I did try to like beef up a little bit for fall brawl. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily know that I did, but I tried. Um, and that, yeah, like that was just huge. I mean, like, you know, it's like two steps. Okay. You know, down and up and down and up and, you know, trying not to chicken wing. Yes. Yes. Um, that was like crazy. But I think that that local match was just like such a good stepping stone um, to getting into like fall ball. Yeah, hundred percent. And I wish I had something like that close to me because Matt Martini, man, he said it so great to me because I get on a stage and again, I'm borrowing mags. I'm using a, um, like T and E shotgun. Right. And like, I don't have, I didn't even have, like I said, clips. So I'm literally borrowing mags because there's nothing for us to hang stuff off of. And it's a local match where it's like, we could hand each other mags, like whatever, but I really want to try to run it like I would in a major match. And golly, it was eye-opening when I told Matt I was like okay like I could pit like like you're saying like I could pistol all of this and then just shoot pistol and rifle right he's like but what are you here to practice and I was like oh you're right Matt like oh because I'm learning a mod choke I've never shot a mod choke through a tube gun so now I'm shooting an open gun with a mod choke so that was a little bit of a learning curve too which people don't understand like patterning shotguns is a whole thing too and then uh yeah, so I would I would learn the work to what I needed to do, how to move with the shotgun a little bit different, obviously with uh the functionality where I even froze and freaked out at the local and you watch me do it. I dropped the mag twice. I don't even know why I hit the mag release. Matt's like the first thing you did was pick up the shotgun and drop the mag. I was like, cool. So like Jesus. So even someone as me that's like, you know, been in it for a while, when I'm sh- when you're switching platforms and then you're going to a local, you have to make it a practice you have to do the things that you need to work on and that's what I've been doing really good in 2023 is like working on the crap that I suck on uh, or suck at all the time like just <sighs> I make it painful so I wanted to talk to you about like what was going through your mind not towards me necessarily like but what was <laughs> going in your mind of like mental stuff just during that match the local or fall brawl local I'm still on the local I want to know like okay, all right Listen, I, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, hold on. There's two, two totally different things, but two very overwhelmed Brooks in there. Um, so the first match, I was truly just trying to like keep my head above water yeah. because it was. I mean, we were in a uh, an area. You know, we're in an area where that has such good shooters, and we had a squad that was like made up of yeah, <laughs> like right, like the creme de la creme, and. So I, we walk up and I'm like, oh, good. This is going to be great. Right. Um, and, but like, I mean, it's kind of like you said with, with Matt, like he was like, Hey, like, you know, you need, what do you want to work on? Like, look at this, look at this, look at this. Like after the first stage, I felt so much better. Like, well, we started three, on three runs, so that was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and, but I think that like, Three gun shooters are some of the nicest people that I've ever met. They are so willing to be like, hey, you know, try this, do this. Um, and, I, and I've and i had that, you know, experience in USPSA and Steel Challenge as well. But 
I really felt like, like, you know, the guys that we were shooting with were just like, hey, like, I'm so glad you're here. I don't care one that you're a female. I don't care that you suck. Like, you're just here to shoot and have fun. And that is like a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't say that, but I heard you. Right. Like, you know, that's, that's the, you know, in my head, I'm like, that's what they're thinking. Like, oh gosh, oh gosh. Like here, here I am. Um, But, you know, as the day progressed, like I, I felt better about what we were doing. Um, You know, while I still couldn't stage plan and I still can't very well, um, I, I progressed to where I'm like, okay, I see, I understand why I want to use the shotgun here. I understand why I want to use the rifle here, you know. And I know even at the local match, like there were times where you used the rifle or the shotgun and I was like, there's not a chance, like not a chance. I am not comfortable enough right now. I'm just going to use my pistol. We are good. (laughs) That's where we are. And, but I, you know, that each stage, like every stage, I really felt better about what I was doing. And I think some of that also comes to, you know, like my ability to be able to like, handle the firearm like am I being safe with the rifle am I being safe with the you know the shotgun am I manipulating the controls right um yeah and I don't I don't know if I told you but the weekend before we went out there um I actually went out with my husband and I was like all right I have got to practice with your AR how to like safety on, safety off, like, you know, move while shooting, do those things. And so I, I I think I have some videos in my phone of me doing it. And I'm like, I look crazy, but I'm so glad that I did that before we went. And then, you know, and like, you know, again, like that progression of things, like I did it there, then I did it at the local match. And then we go out to fall brawl. And I definitely felt more comfortable. And like, I was, my abilities were not quite as sketchy. So if you shot PCC and USPSA on an AR platform, you'd be 2,000 times better than you think with a rifle. <laughs> yeah. I just can't, I just can't imagine shooting it with a PCC. I know that's really funny. I I just, but I'm like, I just, I just, I just don't get it. It's all fun. It's so fun. And, and you know, uh, my friend Jeremy, like he made a good comment to me. He's like, you're a better rifleman than you are a shotgunner. And like, that is true to an extent of, because I've been around the platform longer. Like you're right. Like I've been shooting a PCC with the same AR controls. I've been moving it, shouldering it, moving through walls. Right. And that's the same stuff we have to do in three gun where I'm like, ugh, like I hate that you're right. Or like even the AK matches that they have carving matches. There's just more of them to be able to do that. Um, so I'll leave that little tidbit there that that could help you. So, okay, let's progress to up to leading up to fall brawl i want to know probably stuff you haven't even told me maybe you have because i know you shot a little bit of a tube gun and we're considering tube gun and all of that like you were like okay you did spend a lot of time so in three gun we shoot with safari land els because it's easy to swap gear and you're like i'm going to bring mag pouches and bring a holster i got holster made bless your heart you came with a pistol that you wanted to shoot that never happened so what was going up leading to it i want to know the long story and i want to know like the physical the mental the gear stuff like what were you doing to prepare so i i you're right like i i was really nervous about the open shotgun you know, I had a lot of malfunctions when we were at the local, um, but again, like that was that learning piece of it. Like I learned that I was not shouldering the gun. I was not leaning into it. I, I was causing the malfunctions. So, you know, I, I knew, you know, so I knew it. So while I didn't have a, 
you know, an open shotgun to like practice with, even just the tube shotgun, I was like making sure that I did do some dry fire, like just pulling it into my shoulder, getting it in there. Um, I'm super like, again, like the Zoo City guys are amazing. They actually, we went to one of our USPSA matches and they sent me home with a shotgun because I was, you know, a tube shotgun because I was like, I don't know if I can, you know, do the the open shotgun. Um, and they, I mean, they set me up, like they sent me home with a shotgun to use. They sent me home with like mag carriers and they're like, you can do it. Like, I mean, it was one of the funniest days because we got rained out for the match and we just sat there and talked about three gun for probably like two hours. And so I was like pumped for ball ball. Cause I was like, okay, I can do this. Um, now, then I actually tried <laughs> quad load <laughs> and it was ugly and it was terrible. Uh-huh. And so I was like, you know what? For this, for my first major match, I'm just not going to. I'm going to, you know, kind of hope and pray that I don't cause malfunctions in the shotgun, which I think I only had one malfunction. Yeah, you had one. I had one. And I know mine was from not shouldering it when I was about to leave a position. It was my very last shot. And um, we didn't have a third person camera because I was a shoot house. But I knew on my head camera where I just like pulled it off. was like air gun. And I'm like, cool. And it wasn't a big deal. Cleared pretty fast. But yeah, I think it was one and one. And your reason was it was a slug. And you did not shoulder mm-hmm. that well at all. So like it literally right. stayed in the in the gun. Yeah, it didn't come out. So it was an easy thing to clear. And it was just a hiccup where it's like, it's, and that's awesome. We shot. By the way, I did the math. It was like 480 rounds together, like combined. And the round count right. was supposed to be like 200-ish shotgun, which we did some different stage plans where we didn't use shotgun, uh, where other people did. And that worked out really well. But yeah, 480 shots and had two. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's so awesome. I, 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 that was probably one of my proudest moments about Fall Brawl. Was that I was like, oh my gosh, because I knew that any malfunction that happened was going to be my fault. I knew it was. So, um, but I guess kind of going back to that, I I didn't do as much with the shotgun as I probably should have prior to. I will, I will say that that's a fair assessment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, but then it was, you know, like the rifle piece of it. Um, I really was just trying to be more aware of where I was spatially. Yeah. Um, because I just felt like I, I didn't know where I was and, you know, and again, I don't shoot right, you know, rifles and, you know, that, that eight. Yeah. It's just not. (laughs) Um, so I tried to, you know, spend a little bit of time working on that, you know, again, just like that, like malfunction drills and honestly, and it sounds crazy. That was probably one of the biggest things that I had to do because I wasn't used to having to clear that malfunction. Um, again, proud moment on the shotgun. Like I cleared the malfunction and I didn't have to have you help me. <laughs> I don't think I touched any of your guns the whole time. Like that was not an issue at all. And the rifle, I don't think so. malfunctions on the rifle. I don't think we did. No. It was zero. Yeah. No, none, none at all. Um, and so like that was kind of what I, I worked on so that again, I could do that. Pistol wise, I just went out and shot USPSA matches because that's, what I do. <laughs> so I was not, not, I was not disappointed. Don't take this that way. 
I have to laugh at, at where I was at in three gun because I would forget that like ammo is not just like uh, unlimited. And I was like, Brooke forgot a reload on one stage. I was like, hold on. You know, I was like, she's shooting three gun. She's overwhelmed. There's three platforms. And I was like, that's not like her. That's not. And that like, it's the one thing where we, you and I talked where it's like, I'm not going to coach her on pistol because like she needs to learn that in three gun world. And I was like, maybe I should have coached her. <laughs> you might want to reload. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well and, and, and you're right though because again i'm like i have all this ammo in the world going from 10 rounds to like 23 or, or 21 somewhere in there i'm like all of all of the rounds it's fine and you know it, there were a couple of times where i just didn't realize yeah. that i had gone. i was like oh my gosh i just sat there and did stupid things made stupid stupid misses and i just sat there and just like i'm going to get it Yes. And then there's there's slide lock or there's well I'm I'm out um, yeah so that I was those were definitely like my my low moments where I was like I should not have been as bad as I was with the pistol we're bad at it it was it's something where like even the best pistol shooters are like the people that that's what they do right there they're lost in like oh my god I'm overwhelmed and you're and so like with three gun I'll, I'll just say I interrupted myself but like you have to break apart a stage like and I know that was something that was new to you too is like. You've got pistol, rifle, shotgun, maybe you have slugs, maybe you have long range and burner rifle, and maybe you've got to remember a transition. Maybe, yeah, you have to reholster the pistol because in case you need it later. And it's so overwhelming that I think a lot of shooters come in trying to, to take that and, and digest it all at once. Where I think you mm -hmm. sort of learned how all of us break down sections or pieces of the puzzle so that we're like, okay, we only need to worry about this. Okay, and then let's get that down and then let's get the second section. And so that's something that I've just been more calmer about because I know how long these stages take. It was so cute. You finish on a stage and then you're like, when did I time out? And it was a shotgun one. I was like, dude, you had a minute and a half left. Like, there's no timing out on this stage. And I was like, when did you hear a beep? Like, you're just like, what? And I was like, no, like you have forever. But it feels longer in your mind. Okay, so I progressed. But yeah, breaking down the stages to remember even the slightest and smallest reloads, like, yeah, to be good at three platforms, it, it's not easy. No, it it's not. And I, I knew that it wasn't going to be easy, yeah. but I didn't think it was going to be as hard as it was. Or that you would trip up on your favorite gun, like the easiest gun, right? Yeah. You're like, gun. Like, oh, what? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And, and, and it's, yeah, it's, it's definitely that, that, that weird piece of like, how do I stage plan? Because again, I was like, I'm, I'm going to be able to remember what I'm supposed to do. I do it when I shoot, you know, the USPSA matches. Like I, I felt like I should be able to do this, but then you get into it. And again, three different platforms. And, and in my mind, I'm, I want it to all work together. Just, I want to remember all of it. And then when we started talking about like, okay, breaking it down into that section. Here is this, here is this, like, this is when we're going to do this. It, it started making more sense. Mm -hmm. um, now that definitely doesn't mean that I get it, but I understand the better way to like break things down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So with the, like going into the very first stage, uh, people don't know this and I want to talk about it cause I am proud of you and I am frustrated for you. You brought your gun. You had it all set up. You got a holster made with a hood. You're ready to go. That damn optic was like brand new battery and it kept going out on Brooke. And Brooke somehow point shot a double Texas star or no, it was a Polish plate rack. Sorry, double mm -hmm. Polish plate rack. One though, 
was fixed with penalty targets and then one behind it was one that was rotating and you had to shoot probably like 60 pistol shots maybe more without a <laughs> yeah so can you speak it, to how all the practice and preparation and gear and you know all of that can just go out the window as soon as you get to a major match oh absolutely um i've i've never had like a gun issue at a local match at a major match when we shot like uspsa i've never had a gun go down nothing never ever so (laughs) no you you thought Priya and kenzie's a safe bet to hang out with she never has a problem you know they'll never it's gonna be okay no you put the curse on me um no yeah, but you know, I I had shot a couple of USPSA matches with the with the gun with the optic. Everything was going well. I was like, awesome! I'm gonna take this out just because I felt more comfortable, obviously, shooting you know my Shadow Two versus the Rival, which was awesome. Still awesome, by the way. Like I still loved. I came home and told Jason how awesome it was. But um, <laughs> um, but I was like, this is this is gonna work. You know, get in there, get to the very first stage. You know, I turned the optic on, turned it off, racked it. Everything was going to be good. Get in there. And I'm nervous. Like, I was I was doing okay up until, like, we got in and, like, beep goes, right? And then all of a sudden, I can just feel myself go, I'm so nervous. And I can feel myself, like, shaking a little bit. Like, all the nerves, all of them. And then, you know, get through the shotgun. Don't have any shotguns with the, or issues with the shotgun. You, like, switch over to the pistol. And I'm like, okay, got it, got it. Wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> and and I know I'm pretty sure I held my breath for a solid 30 seconds while I was trying to figure out, is it me, right? Is um, Am I, you know, fishing? I'm sitting there fishing for the dot, trying to figure it out. And then all of a sudden I realized, oh, it's not that. It's my dot is gone. And, you know, kind of came in and out. And thank goodness, so like, I, I will say what's really nice that I had with that is that I knew where my dot was. I knew that based off of where my front sight was, that if I kind of, if I saw it there, I should be there. And then I was just kind of like point shooting and hoping that I got through the stage um, because I didn't want to give up. Yeah. Without timing out, you didn't give up. I could hear your frustration. I could feel your frustration. And I... It hurt. I mean, every shooter out there was just like, oh, and it's like first stage. We're so excited for you to shoot. And then I'm like, this is the worst experience ever. She's never coming back. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. I, and I did. I think I was just I was just so mad at that point at the gun, not at like the experience, because I was like, and it's funny that we started on the shoot house, which was like was definitely like I was like, yes, this is like my kind yeah. of style. Right. It was it was a little more like USPSA feeling um, and just like how my mind like broke it up and everything like that. I was like, okay, I got this. And then that happened. And I was like, but I got through it and like, I was really happy afterwards that I, I pushed through it. And honestly, you know, the, the hearing the like, Hey, good job, you know, from like the squad, from the, you know, the ROs that, Hey, like you push through, like, that's awesome. You know, those little things. And I think that people forget about it as we've, you know, been shooting more, you know, you forget that like those little tidbits, like, Hey, you know, you did a good job, like way to keep pushing matter. 
And they really change can make or break somebody's match. Yeah. You know, that was the first stage of three, three days. And I think if, you know, if I would have seen everybody hang their head and just be like, Ooh, that sucks. You know, it wouldn't have been the same. Yeah, hundred percent. And kudos to you, because bless your heart. I was like, I was like, Brooks either gonna, and I did this couple couple times to you. I was like, Brooks either gonna do it the easier way of like pistol this, come back to this, come to all the positions twice, right? Or I was like, you know what? We're here to major, and you're allowed to be coached and shot for no score. But I was like, we're gonna make Brooks shoot this the way the big dogs would shoot it, and way we we want to do that, which for you was bird, bird, slug, slug, slug. Another window, slug, 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 bird, bird, <laughs> into another window, bird, bird, like, and I was like, I'm not scared or nervous about that because I knew, like, it was the easier part from the get-go when it starts at the stage, when it gets towards the end, and you have to remember how many slugs that I load in here, and there is a danger factor to that because you can't slug steel, and, like, <laughs> they're just, right. there's not a but I was really proud of you because if, if people don't know that, too, is, like, you did the stage plan that we came up with, with mixing bird, slug, bird. And look how much easier it was too to eliminate a whole position, two positions, and you never had to come back to. Yes. Yeah. Because I, I, and, and, and I almost fought you on it. Like I was like, I don't know. I wasn't sure. I was, I was real nervous about that. And I'm, I'm also glad that that was in the first stage because then when we got to some of the other stages where it was, you know, you know, the slugs and then the bird, I was like, oh, okay, I can remember this. I can do this. Yes. And again, I'm going back to open because for other people that like me that I've done this before where I absolutely hate it. Can you imagine? Picture this, Brooke. There are people out there like me and other idiots that will take four four of a quad, right? And two of them are bird and two of them are slug. And when you put them in there, you have to remember that the bird's going first, the slug's going the second. Then in the chamber, there might be a bird. So you have to burn the bird before the slugs arrive. Now imagine shooting three guns with a tube shotgun. I, I literally, I can't even, I cannot even imagine that. <laughs> it's so much fun though. But yeah, there is an art form to the quad loading, but there's a lot more. So, so shooting an open shotgun, again, I go back to Genesis Arms, man, because especially me, like it's just so much more fun. It's just easier when you can stack them in a certain way and then you're not having to load them on the clock and remember what's where. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you drop around, which I've done this too. If you drop around when you're loading too, and you needed that, like to for the round count, like you're completely screwed. <laughs> it, well, that, I think that's what like probably scares me the most. Is I'm like, okay, I know you know I'm, I'm pulling and pulling and pulling. Okay, I can do this, but yeah, you lose something, and now all of a sudden everything is gone. Like, yes. I I think that my mind would melt down. I think that I would just be like. Uh, we gotta the shotgun, guys. On the clock, let's go. <laughs> like we gotta, we gotta, we gotta redo this. <laughs> yes. Um. So we had not so good luck on the second stage. I will say that with your pistol, and so we, you tried twice, and we grounded the pistol, and then we end up, yeah, going to the backup canic rival S, which I brought. Which thank God I brought. I brought. So the joke is that three gun Kenzie. It takes three guns for me to get through one match with one gun matches, and so now it's like, oh, I bring six guns to a three gun match. <laughs> it's like. It's not funny, uh, but we did it. It's a little funny. A little funny. The the mod choke really does perform well if you know it and you do it correctly, and you did. So what I didn't do, and what all the other guys didn't do, but what Brooke did was not shoot no shoots. <laughs> so give Brooke a point, guys. Um, Yay! And you spun both shotgun spinners, right? Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah, there are a lot of wins that I don't think, again, you realize so this whole episode is just going to be like pumping Brooke up. But guys, like, <laughs> show up to a three-gun match and has never seen a pistol spinner, shotgun spinners. Thank God we didn't have any rifle spinners. Um, slug targets, slug and bird mix targets, long-range shooting, win. Like, there's so much that goes into this. And then every barrier prop, shooting out of a school blast. I mean, okay, we'll get into that. But <laughs> how much of a win did you take away from the shotgun once you shot that? section oh that was like the first spinner with the two aerials that like popped out I mean to be fair I thought that I missed them because I I saw the 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 poof if you will but I was like I I was not 100% sure but I was like I I aimed I got you know but when I realized that like one I got the shotgun spinner like efficiently like I I didn't have to you know shoot a ton at there like I I you know did the two one two one and bam it was over I I was giddy like giddy (laughs) with that because I mean well you you saw like I struggled so much at the local match with the shotgun that I was like okay all right like maybe I can do this and and when that happened I I truly was like so excited and well you saw at the you know at the end of the match like I am a a bit emotional of a person like you know I'm happy I cry I'm sad I cry like and there are so many moments during the match that I had to like stop myself and be like you're a big girl don't don't, like and, and, and more so not because like I was frustrated or you know anything like that but like like holy crap like I made it through like I made it through that stage you know um you know, it was stage nine, nine, was it the first, like, well, yeah, nine, we started on eight, right? Nine was the stupid bus, yeah, but well, it's not that oh, bad. nine no, was the, bad. okay, so I thought nine was the tire. Set, no, tire, tire was, oh, it was nine, eight was, okay. no, eight was tire, I don't remember, nine was tire, sure, tire. Yeah, nine was, nine was a tire, yeah, okay, because, like, we got, you know, when we, got to nine and we did those long range targets. Mm-hmm. I like, I was so stinking excited. <laughs> like, I mean, well, because it was at the local match, like I didn't hit a single long range that's target. My that's my fault. Well, and I don't, I don't blame you at all. You know, but it was just like, I was like, okay, I don't know if I know what I'm doing. And I don't think, and I truly think that even if everything would have been perfect at the local match, I don't think I would have hit the broadside of a barn. I didn't, I thought I understood like holds and things like that and where I needed to be. But when we went over it again, you know, kind of going into the long range targets, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Like, I've got it now. See it. I think I I know what I did. (laughs) What's interesting um, to me is I have been, as a PRS shooter this year on an amateur side, I've been coached and mentored by pro, like Ryan, and then other pros too, just like talking to them, right? And here's what I learned, clearly because of how this relates to you, is that there were several hiccups I found out along the way of being taught where it's like, Ryan and I didn't know to communicate this till later. And we figured it out it's like, okay, bag size and bipod height are person specific. They're not going to fit everybody because of different body sizes. Maybe they get lower on the gun. They have a different cheek weld. Like there's so many factors, right? And so for me, same thing kind of with you is like, I had to ask you on day two, I think it was, of like, 
what coaching is working, what coaching is annoying. What do you want to hear? What do you not want to hear? What stuff where, and I told you a couple of times where I was like, I can't help you with that because it's a personal decision. <laughs> because I think it was where to put stuff. I was like, I can't tell you that because legitimately if I tell you, it's going to be wrong. And I learned that this year from being not even taught wrong, but it was something where it's, it's doesn't fit this two people. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and I know I made some mistakes probably coaching along the way. How well did I set you up for success? <laughs> online so I I mean honest to goodness like I think there was only one one time where I was frustrated but it's because I didn't communicate with you where I changed my stage plan to where you had versus what you were doing for the most part like I basically just like did your stage plan I was like hey cool you got it like I think I can do that, you know, with, with maybe a slight modification in there. Um, and, and maybe it's because like, I'm good at tuning things out. Like I can hear things, but like, especially in the moment, I'm good at just like, um, but it was, it was the other like kind of like jungle run. Yeah. It was when you were going to pull the rifle out, you're going to do three paper at the end with the rifle. Yeah. And then the, I, I remember that vividly. And I was like, don't get the paper. And then like, you had your book in your hand. And you're like, cool paper now. And I'm like, shoot. Like, it's okay. I'm like, I'm like, okay. But I had no idea you were going to change the plan. And I didn't want you to forget targets. Not that I thought you would, but it's something where at the end of the stage, after going through three different guns, I was like, Oh God, like what's next? Yeah. Like what, what, what's going to happen? Yeah. No, but, but really like, I felt like you asked me like, do you get this? Do you see this? Like, you know, making sure that like ahead of time before we were like actually going through and, and running the stage that we were, were on the same page, like knew, understood, you know, again, talking about like, okay, you have four slugs, you know, and you have two targets. So are you going to burn them or are you going to rack them out? And, you know, and for me, it was just, yeah, I'm just going to burn them, you know, <laughs> Heaven for I'm like, oh God, there's more, you know, all the money, all the slugs. Yeah. But it was still, you know, that was just that that piece for me was going to be easier. But like talking about it really helped me be able to visualize it as I was doing my walkthroughs. Then when I'm there, I'm like, okay, I can, there's one, there's two, got to burn the other ones or, you know, on, on the jungle run mm-hmm. where I think that was one of the ones that I missed. I, I shot, you know, two slugs of the first one. And then I, mean, I was like, all right. I, if I can't, I want to so mad about that still, not all of us, but like you miss it. Scott missed it. I missed it. Like nailed the first one and missed it. And then I had three more and missed the second one. To be fair, to be honest. And I've thought about this in my sleep is that one, both of those, both slug targets on that stage on the shotgun jungle run were the two hardest targets of the entire match because of how small they were, how far they were. And it was just so challenging. That's where I think there was five people. I looked at the scores that didn't miss it. And the rest did at least one. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Practice a lot. Uh, Could be wrong, but that's what, when I looked at it at the time, so I don't know if that was during final or not, I was like, oh, there was a lot of other people that also had a slug miss. And yes, painful. Yeah. Yeah. It, that was, that was the the hard one, but I guess getting back to, (laughs) you know, getting back, you know, easy to, you know, diverge or digress, but um, I think again, that, that communication piece, helped me so much because I know that I was not going to remember so many things I needed. I absolutely needed that coaching. You know, like I I felt really good when people were like, you shouldn't have shot, like you should have shot this for score. And I'm like, 
like, okay, like, oh, there's the warm and fuzzies. Like, I feel really good about that, right? Like, okay, like, people feel like, again, I'm safe. Like, I'm not doing anything stupid. But I know that I could not have shot the match that I shot and had as much fun as I had if I didn't have you coaching me. Like, 100% made the difference. Yeah, I think that's, it sucks that like for, again, it major match, you're shooting for score and, and people don't want to see scores, you know, where you're above them because you had coaching, right? And, but it was good, like just because that's a first major and there's a lot going on. So m- the moral of that story, I think for people listening too, is that if you can get people in the three gun or, or PRS or whatever shooting sport it is, if you can coach them and they shoot for no score through a major match, like they're going to have 10 times more fun and then sign up, you know, for Battle for the South uh, in the three. <laughs> But uh, I will say my favorite comment too was when it was Jason. It was after you got done with long range and I was just yelling like, the mills and you hit and you hit and you hit. And then he was like, what kind of scheme are you two running here? <laughs> that, was, that was, that was absolutely, that was actually probably the first thing I came home and told my Jason, my husband was like, yeah, I'm like, no, really? No, no, no. Because when I hit them, I was like, oh. Yeah. Yes. Now, okay, setting you up for success, I wanted to ask about this too. Do you think, and and you've never shot it, so you really, won't really know, but like shooting tack ops, again, you go to iron sights on a pistol, you could shoot modified. Modified, you could a red dot on a pistol, red dot on a shotgun, but it has to be a tube shotgun, so you still have to load. Um, modified, you can use a bipod now, but like opot, open, we used a tripod, we used a rear bag, we used a, a bipod. You know, there's a lot of, I get that there's a lot more gear, right? But do you think that the barrier to entry was a lot less intimidating shooting open and having all the support and stability versus having to shoot off of a couple of magazine or not having a tripod and having to freehand that? Like, do you think that open is actually easier for newer shooters in three gun? Do you think it's more challenging? So I think that it's definitely easier. I think that you know, being able to start start out having things that help me make things suck less yeah. is huge, right? Like going out there and, you know, like, again, we, we talk very specifically about shotgun, like that piece of it is such a bear, you know, learning to quad load, you know, doing all of that, like that, that in and of itself is like one huge thing. But then, you know, you talk about, you know, shooting, you know, tack ops and the rifle without a, you know, even a bipod. I cannot imagine shooting those long range targets like, you know, as, like all the guys who would tack ops or the ladies in tack ops that did it. I was like, holy cow. You know, I, I can't imagine doing that. Now, you know, I, I have thoughts of, you know, I'm going to do great things. <laughs> Probably not. But Will I someday try like tack ops because I want to see if I can do it? Yeah. 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 But like for me, that's that like, okay, I'm going to go from here where I know, okay, I have a little better chance of like having a better day to, I, (laughs) I, I know that this is going to be hard. And at the end of the day, like I'm probably going to be a little more demoralized than I am shooting open. Um, yeah you know but like you know we talk about like it's a great way to start but it's also the hardest place to start you know from just like gear like you know just sheer cost of things you know but like that's where again having you has made this such an amazing experience because I wouldn't have that if I didn't have you right like if if you weren't like hey use like use my guns 
yep. like she was from Miami, like do all these things. Like I, I wouldn't have done it. You know, I probably wouldn't have shot three gun for a Years. much, much longer time. Years. Because I would have been like, Oh God, oh God how am I going to do this? And, and yeah, just, just, I mean, having you having that mentor who pushes you through, who helps you through is everything. Yeah. Um, because I know, I know that I would not have enjoyed things the way that I did yeah. without that, without having you. That's the same as I feel even with shooting with like my friends, like Scott for sure and Rob and everybody that like I've been able to squad with over the years. There's been some of the best squads ever that like you see it too is that even though like I would be by myself, right? Without if you didn't go, it, and that makes it so much more fun. By the way, same on my side. That was epic. I loved our seven p.m. bedtimes. Um, <laughs> the uh, the fun of it and the joy of it also comes from like having good squad. Where like you saw all of us talking of like, hey, are you gonna pistol this? Like we really did come down the wire on that one stage where where me, Thomas, a couple others were like, are we just gonna pistol this whole thing? Like, are we gonna even pull through the rifle? And we were like, no, we're gonna pistol the whole thing. Um, Damn page playing helps and and i know everybody does that in uspsa as well it's just it's so much more freeing in three gun i think there's a lot less intimidation with like the firearms manipulation too in terms of like i get that there's super strict rules and we're still super safe on the range with three gun it's just something where our stages too are even designed to be safe to reset while someone's you know shooting all the way at the end of the lane or whatever um and I got to ask this too. What was your absolute favorite stage, favorite section, favorite whatever that you took away from, from the Zoo City? So my, my favorite stage, and I think it's because I was so shocked, um, was nine. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I hated that stage. <laughs> because, I mean, I did not think that I would hit, because on, on eight, right, shooting out of the bus, bus sucked yeah window just no window, window and then you had to shoot over a speed off of this like roof yeah yeah that yeah i don't i don't think that i hit any of the long-range targets on that one i shot at them no i think you hit the two on the left or at least one on the left i think you hit two on the right no 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 i'm gonna go look keep going keep going okay okay i I just like that one. I just did not like. I, I I hated eight. That was probably the worst one for me. Um, but nine, going from eight to nine, they delete all your your out of practice more. And I forgot that, and that's so frustrating. But I swear you hit stuff. Okay, yes, going from eight. But I think I think we have the video, so I can go back and figure it out. But um, nine was really where I was like, oh my gosh, like I hit long range targets. Nine of you them. You know. Yeah. No. Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't get all of them. Still, it doesn't matter. There was a lot. It was a lot. Yeah, and, and but like I was like, oh my gosh, I just hit that target at over five hundred yards, and then and and I still, I still like, like, I wish that I would have been like, can I just take this shot, even though I, because that was one of the stages that I timed out on, is because I had just taken that first shot at the. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I did too. Remember that? Remember that time? <laughs> Yeah, I was like, oh, <laughs> but that's the one I was like, I was like, no, 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 I'm not. I, I have plenty of time, and then I really did time out. <laughs> but I was like, that was where I was like, oh, I saw, I knew where that first shot hit, and I was like, I know, all I have to do is just wiggle, like you know, just that much. I was like, and I was going to hit. You know, was it six twenty five? Is that what it was? Uh, six fifty. Yeah, and I was like, oh, and then I timed out. But I mean, that for me was the stage where I think that I got really excited. Yeah. 
that yeah. I was like, ah. the next, so the next day, the day after the third day was when you had me not call the mill holes. You read off the card. You're like, I want to do this. We were under three fifty, um, but there was a plate rack. There was anyways, and you did it on your own. Yeah, and I definitely did. I was like, I've got to try to do one, you know, by myself. Like, try that was, to. That's a good one. To do that on. Yeah. So, but that was my, that was my favorite stage. Now, which one was your favorite stage? I mean, I love shoot houses and I was mad that that was our first stage because I shot two targets twice for no reason. Like it just took me forever. Uh, so I don't even want to say that one. Um, I still think stage four was so funny. I don't have a favorite. I have sections like the section with the shotgun on four. You know, I missed the clay was really fun with the um, slugs and like all of that movement. Three was still a blast. Like all three guns, super clean run, super fast. And I was like, huh. When I came out, I remember I had one round left in the shotgun. Like I had run 19 rounds. And I think it was only like 15 shots. And I was like, perfect job, Kenzie. Um, but when I just like watch my pistol shooting, I think that's where I'm just really proud. Like I know I don't need to, sh I, I need to practice everything. I'm not saying that. I'm saying like, I love pistol shooting too much that I really need to go back to shotgun. I need to go back to rifle, right? So, like, when I shot that Nighthawk on that stage three and had no pickups and had those three long-range shots and all the steel and the paper, I was like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was just happy. With one mag, and I think it was, like, 25 shots or something, and the 29-round mm -hmm. mag, I was like, oh, I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, there, there are definitely, like, spots. Uh, what was it? We started on two? Was, or no, one. Oh, day one, yeah. The second day. Power, yeah. Yeah, I, I loved that. That, like, that was just fun. That was fun. Right? Like, that was the only one that it, we went, like, truly went prone in. And you didn't have to, but, like, but we did. And, you know, that was just, you know, a different experience. But it was fun. Again, hitting the long-range targets was absolutely, like, my favorite part doesn't matter which long range target it was because I've never thought that I would be able to hit something yes on, at like long range it's just not something I've ever really done you and me both girl when I clean a stage of PRS like couldn't think that would happen then I'm like all right can I transfer these skills over to a 223 bullet and I didn't do great but I was like I made a big difference so I because that is the toughest gun I really think it is I mean shotgun you're gonna have 50 yard 100 yard slugs maybe pistol stuff you're still gonna have far hard shots but like when do you get a shoot at that distance in an action shooting sport, yeah, you don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's what we talk about, like, you know, starting in open versus starting in modified versus starting in tack ops. Like, having that tripod on those stages was, like, money. Oh, the tripod. Right? Not like, when you're running up and just resting the gun, ding, 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 yeah. you're off. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. You got to learn, too, of the tripod as a rear support where we put our arm on it and then we shot off the barrier and stuff. And so, like, there's a lot when it cut. It sounds – gear can be overwhelming, too. And I think the simplification of just having less stuff, like, I won't name names, like, poor buddy that just wanted 12 bags and 12 tripods. I'm like, bro, like, it's, it is it is too much. It is too overwhelming. But to right. learn the finesse or the, the perfect technique of using one thing really well really will help you in open. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I I will say like my biggest takeaway of things that I like need to do differently and I will do differently is that I'm not as tall as I think I am. Ah! I knew that was coming. Damn it. <laughs> I'm not as tall as I think I am. And if I think it's low short enough, it's not. Yeah. Cause that was 
one stage for sure that we needed the pallet. And then I think there was, I think there was just like adjusting all the tripod height all the time that maybe we could even drop even more and had you almost like bending to just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, but I'm like, I'm like, no, like, like, yeah, this, this feels okay. And then like all of a sudden you're in it and you're doing it. And yeah. And, and I didn't realize that I'm like standing on my tippy toes. No one's fault, but my own, right? Like, yeah, totally. But now I know, like, I will take every advantage. I will make sure that I have, you know, that palette to stand on because I'm short. And that's one of those things where I I tried to help as best I could. And you're like, yeah, and the make ready, it looked good. It did look good. And then it is like, oh, we didn't do it enough. And so that's one of those things, again, about coaching where it's like, I can't help you on bipod height bags. And now I can't help you on tripod height and knowing if you can reach a barrier. So that's on you now. <laughs> Yes, that'll be my response next time when you say no I'll be like yes (laughs) I I don't know my probably my very favorite moment of the match was when we were on nine and you were looking out of the spotting scope right and you're like hey Brooke come take a look at this (laughs) and I walk over and I'm like okay I'm, I'm looking I thought you wanted me to look at like I was like okay cool and then you're like no look at it and I'm like Kenzie, I can't. It hits me here. Yeah, I was like, never mind. That was so dumb. I should have had you like jump on the tailgate and stand up as a normal sized human. No. <laughs> yeah. That was fun. Well, okay. I know you already talked about the, the height thing. Is there anything else too that uh you are since you're thinking about Battle for the South, what's next for Brooke to go from November to I think that matches March, March, I think so. What are you going to do now to get ready, get prepared? Are you going to try to run your own gun again this time? Like, what's next for you progressing in three gun? So I think that you know, again, I'm I'm going to try to run my gun, um, just because I would like to see if you know I can improve my pistol shooting. I think that I did fairly well, you know, but again, like you go from like, like the, the shadow to platform to the rival. Fire hand got that stock with just a dot on it. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> you know, I, I do think that I will, I will try to run, you know, my, my pistol, you know, if you're so kind and let me, you know, run open again, I will probably do open again. Um, I, I do, I do want to try to shoot modified. Okay. Um, but it's not going to happen for, for, for the next time for battle stuff. Like it's just, it's not going to, um, because I want, I want to enjoy myself, right? Like I, I'm at this point where I'm like, okay, I am, I'm definitely all in on three gun. I see you know why you've talked about it. I'm like, yeah, three gun. It's great. It's whatever. But then like, Doing, especially, you know, this major match, I'm like, I get it. I see why you get into it. I see why people are like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go spend three days shooting a match, you know, you know, shoot three stages a day. And it's like, God, only three stages, but it's, it's so much fun. And I want to have one more really fun match before yeah. Yeah, I, I start trying to do new things <laughs> namely quad loading <laughs> yeah i think i'm gonna bet you 100 bucks right now if it's not something that you invest in like if you don't buy a shotgun for this and you just borrow one i bet 100 bucks 
that you shoot it once and then you give that shotgun back to the owner and then you go back to open. I'm just going to tell you right now. Like, I just, I know, I know yeah. what it's like. Because, I mean, God bless them. Like, some of the best quad loaders out there, like, if you think about, like, Hutch, JK, like, Don, like, all of them, they, they quad load in a second. Like, so it's not a hindrance to them. Like, so they can, they can beat people in open and shooting modified. But then, like, I just see the other guys with tube guns that I'm just like, I don't envy you. Like, this this doesn't sound fun standing and trying to load and missing rounds. And, then, oh, my God. I, I don't miss it. Yeah. I did that. I've done it. I know how to. I don't want to go back. <laughs> <laughs> right? I just feel like I need to put myself through the pain yes. to do it. But but I do. I mean, I think, and, and going into, you know, Battle for the South, though, like, I think things that I, I really want to go work on, oh, look at it. It's beautiful. Well, I'm going to show you this, um, and people probably won't watch this episode, but I did two things for us for Fall or Battle for the South. Is an extended mag release button for our yes. small hands. So now it's right there. It's mag pulled done. And can you notice the difference? Ooh. Right. 45 degrees. So now when we're pulling the trigger, there is no rubbing on the finger because it's so far away, and it's a 45. That's so nice. Yep. Two upgrades. So, you know, like I, this is and what's funny. And I just thought about this. My favorite gut, my favorite color is teal. Your favorite color, color is purple. It's both. So I really think open might fit us with this. Right? <laughs> no. But I mean, that was one of the things where it's like, it, I finally got, you know, we had that loaner gun before. This is my gun. And so run it in a match. You know, I love encouraging people to shoot guns like stock or how they come. Right. And then after you're done, it's like, okay, what do you want it to fit? Do you want to change a stock, change the grip? Maybe you want to, yeah, change the throw lever. So it's really nice, like, figure out what works for you and then, you know, customize it to you. Yep. Yeah, yeah definitely. I mean, so I'm just, I'm excited to go out and, and shoot yeah. again. Like that, like that. And I think that's, you know, right. Like, like ultimately that's what everybody wants when you take a new shooter out is like, you want them to want to come back and <laughs> like, I want to come back. <laughs> Good. Even if we have to wrap like an arm armbands on these follows with all their dopes, we'll just wrap an armband that says like part one of the stage, part two, three, like yep. <laughs> just have like what to do. Just, just write it on my arm. Listen, yeah. like just a little a little rubbing alcohol, we can wipe it off for each one. It's fine. Oh my god, that's what the boys do. No, I'm in a real armband with like a covered thing and a sleeve. <laughs> oh. We use the Coltac thing for the long range. We don't draw on arms around here. <laughs> No, no, no. So awesome. Well, Brooke, is there anything else you want to leave listeners with? Words of encouragement, words of inspiration. You are an inspiration to me, to everyone out there. I am proud of you. You're the third female I've got signed up in the deep end shooting three-gun action shooting sport, stuff out of their comfort zone. So I'm going to keep on trucking. I want a fourth. I want a fifth. I want to keep doing it, but I'm proud of you. So any final thoughts? Thank you. I really appreciate that. I think that you know, really what I want to leave people with is like, if you find someone, if you find a mentor who's like, hey, like, I, like, come out with me, I'll let you use my guns, I'll let you take the opportunity, take the opportunity, you know, people aren't going to say that and aren't going to offer that if they don't mean it. And, you know, like, I owe like, like, such the biggest thank you to you, because, again, without you and without every, like your push and like your encouragement, there's no way, there's absolutely no way that I would have done this. And like, you know, you encourage in the best way. You really lift people up. Like you are my hype woman. Like as we're, as we're going through, like, I felt like you were my hype woman. Like I knew, like, even if I did really bad, you were still going to like, you know, cheer me on and help me through it. And 
And I think that, you know, it's hard to find people like you. It's hard to find people that you connect with and who are just awesome. And, you know, like, 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 like thank you. You know, like, it, it's, it's huge for me that you did that. And, but I think that, you know, people need to take the chance. Like, if somebody says, like, hey, let's go do this, do it. Like, take the opportunity to learn something new or do something different. Because, like, I mean, look what it's done. Like, I feel like, you know, we're better friends because of it. And, like, I, like, you know, it's just, I don't know. It's just such a, a big thing to me now. And, like, because I have you in my life because of this, like, right. it's just that much better. I'm the same way. We never shared it because I forgot now that I'm listening to this is that, you DM me on Instagram because you saw me signing up for a USBSA match. Um, South Carolina, North Carolina, Sorry. North Carolina, North Carolina, and you're like, I shoot production. I'm not that good, you know. Like I was gonna get on your squad because there's a spot, but like I don't want to slow y'all down. And I was like, F that, Brooke. I don't know you, but like we all suck. We all are there for fun. Like I'm shooting a new gun, and absolutely, if you hadn't squatted, I don't know where we would be. First of all. Again, well, this is like at the end of the podcast, but we're hanging out. We don't, we just meet in person. And Jason Clark was like, Do you two like long lost best friends? Like, how long have y'all known each other? We're like, Right, we're in person today. And he was like, Holy shit, I'm seeing double. Like, also, there's three Jasons, four Jasons that we know now. Um, so many, so many. And then from there, what an honor. You came and helped for free at Gal's Day at the Range. You worked with the Double Star team, so you got to work with my rifle, work with rifle all, all day. We yeah. ran you through the little barricade box while we were there, you know, and like, thank you. And I'm proud of you. And you gave back. You're an RO. Like, you just, I, again, besties. We never knew it. And I'm so honored, so touched, and so excited. You have no idea because it's the same thing on my end is just, I'm glad you were there. Glad you did it. And I can't wait for more. So. Yeah. Well, Brooke, where can people find you on Instagram? What's your username and all of that jazz? And where are you off to next if you have a schedule yet? So I don't know next. I think basically for the rest of the year, we're laying pretty low. Um, but you can find me at Brooke Proskovec on Instagram. Um, and that's where all my videos are. Um, good and bad. <laughs> yeah, same. Same. <laughs> Good bad. Awesome. Well, listeners, go follow Brooke. If you've got any questions about getting into the sport, you can ask her now too. Uh, if anyone listening is feeling the itch for three gun, Brooke, should we uh, challenge them to help you sign up for Battle for the South? I think we should. Okay. We need another new shooter this time. We do. We do. We'll get two coaches um, running around. We got guns. We got gear. We got all sorts of Zoo City people too that would throw everything at you. So I think that's our challenge. I like it. <laughs> awesome. Well, Reddit Club listeners, stay tuned for another episode of the Reddit Club podcast coming next week. Be sure to follow, like, subscribe, do all that jazz, and stay tuned for more. Thanks for listening to the Reddit Club podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Follow along on social media at Reddit Club or 3 Gun Kenzie.